1: To remember how to be spiritual. Um, we spent seven weeks really looking at spirituality in lots of different ways and lots of different forms. And we didn't even scratch the surface, actually. And the reason that, that I, I put this together, this kind of a, a study circle together, is because apparently, for some reason, we've a lot of us have lost touch with the real foundation for what being a spiritual person is and, and how to walk a spiritual life and how to utilize the spiritual gifts and tools that have been given to us and that are a part of us and that we all have access to if we but look in the right places in the right directions. There, um, There are a lot of different philosophies out there. There are a lot of different um, ways and illustrations of, of living your lives. There there are there's are certainly enough people out there to tell you how to live your life to keep you going for a gazillion lifetimes. And we did do some work on the universal laws that are constantly and always in place. They are universal to us. They are universal to the planet and to every living thing on the planet and the and every person. They are they are basically the universal laws and they are they are accepted or alluded to by every major religion out there so that so that nobody argues any of them i don't think there was ever a council where they all said let's get together and let's make up laws that that you know everyone will be guided by um and and to be honest with you i'm i'm not sure exactly how the universal laws came into being but i do know they are um referenced by every major religion they are uh, alluded to every major religion does accept them and so it's it's a part of our reality it, it it's 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 more than looking at commandments that god has theoretically given us it is these are the laws that govern us these are the laws by which we, if we live by them, life can be pretty abundant and pretty cool. And if we don't, then then we can walk through the muck and the gluck as long as we like. Uh, you know, we've ter- we've talked about law of attraction, and we've talked about cause and effect. We've talked about a lot of different laws. The one law that I neglect, I, I neglected, um, which is the most important one, which is the law of laws. If you want to, is the law of one. And and basically it says it all. And and if you if you just remember this one, uh, you're you're really fine. And and it's every living soul, living uh, living and disincarnate is connected at the level of the collective unconsciousness, deep within the higher self. We're all part of a great energy gestalt called God. We call it God. Other people, other races, other. Species will probably call it something different, but we call it God. And because we are a part of that one, um, everything that we do affects everyone else. And and in, if we are living in harmony with each other, with the planet, then then everybody is at peace, and 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 there is there is love all around. It, it is a it's a. It, it's it sounds like it's a a world that is almost like Oz, but not quite. Uh, and and it's it's really it's the original law of creation. You and I and and every other person on this planet, every other thing on this planet, every living aspect, uh, molecule, organism on this planet is part of a great one. And so long as as we try to understand that that that. We we are a, a we are it's more than a family because we are co- we are connected scientifically genetically. It's we are part of this planet. We are part of this world. We are part of one another. And when we start to say I'm better than you or I I I, I can achieve more than you or another, then then we're then we're restraining at that oneness that we're searching for. Now it, it's it's not. A new concept it's been out there forever and ever and ever um, Jesus t- spoke of it, Krishna spoke of it white buffalo calf woman spoke of it. Uh, it you you can you can go through almost all the material that is out there ultimately it does come down to the fact that we are all one we and in many ways we're kind of like the Borg. It takes all of us to make an organization now we don't we aren't mindless we are connected on an unconscious level. But because of that, sometimes we forget. And when we forget, then we start to to think that we are more than someone else or to rise above others. And, and that's when the trouble starts. That's when everything gets out of hand. And that's when then we, we get into a place where there is disharmony in the planet and within us. And if you want to even just look at your own family, just your own personal family, um, Knowing that you are one with all of them, that they are a part of you, and you are a part of them, when you hurt one of them, when you ignore one of them, when you mistreat one of them it it hurts everything it's It's like the organisms is it's like our bodies if if we are scratched in one place the the totality of our body reacts to that injury and and tries to heal it and tries to help it, so that it's it's really, really important for us to realize that when we when we are disharmonous disharmonous to another person that's us that's us we're doing something to another person but that's us too and and no matter what any any book or religion tells you it it all does come down to the fact that we are all one and um i found this on the internet um it says the law of one is simple to define all is one Some people seem to have a deep feeling that this is true. However, most of us find that oneness is not very apparent. When we bring our awareness to a point of focus, everything seems to separate. This sense of separativeness separativeness is the grand illusion, an illusion that has plagued mankind since his beginning. All the laws of physics and the laws of God are subsets of the law of one. Scientists refer to the unified field, and theologians refer to the oneness. There are two paths to gaining understanding of oneness, the scientific path and the religious one, or spiritual. Both of these paths lead to the same conclusion, which is, we are all one. Oneness is not just a sweet religious concept, it is a pure physical reality. If you don't physically understand this fundamental principle, you should study quantum physics, or... Practice deep meditation. Either path may lead you to enlightenment, but doing both may get you there sooner. What is the one? The one is sometimes referred to as the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning, the middle, and the end, the past, present, and the future, all that is, ever was, ever will be, the Tao, the sum of all intelligences, and the unified field. Lots and lots of different ways of looking at this, it comes down to the fact that we we are at a place in time where we all have become separate we all find different ways of looking at things and the reality is we're actually all doing the same thing it's just that on a personal level we're negating out the fact that we are one with nature we are one with our boss we are one with the students we teach and and it's 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 a little upsetting and confusing that, as we have become more and more and more technologically aware, we have become less and less and less spiritually aware and Michaelity, the 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 organizations of religions um, have have really skewed the original teachings that came down through time uh the teachings of jesus the teachings of um of Buddha the teachings all all of the teachings of all of the different races and all of the different um nationalities the the Indians and the and the indi the Indians the, the native american indians and and the indians from india uh there have been teachers all through time that have been trying to bring this message of oneness to us and we seem to on an individual basis and, and I'm not pointing fingers here because I'm, I'm very much guilty of a lot of this as as much as everyone else is. But let's take the Bible for instance. The Bible originally came from people call people call the Bible inspired uh, inspired writings, and and that that would mean that that there are a lot of inspired writings around. The country at this point in time, too, not just biblical ones, but for the, for the moment let 's look at the Bible, because the Bible originally came from oral teachings, and the Bible originally was written originally in Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek and and it was you know put together and um, that now the Old Testament goes back uh, to fifteen hundred years b c and it was written in old Hebrew which only had 22 characters. The, the New Testament was written in what is called Common Greek. And so when all of that was put together and Constantine decided that he wanted a Bible, it was then all of it translated from all of these different languages into, um, into Latin. And then, many, many centuries later, King James thought it should be translated into Latin. And so he he had it translated into high Latin, which was the Latin for just the nobility. And that's what we have today, translated from high high Latin into English for us and and God knows what other languages all around the world. But but if you're looking at had can the meaning be lost in the teachings? Here's a great example of it. <clears throat> the original teachings of Jesus were of love, of sharing, of of being a family. And and when you go into tr- you you truly do not get that message. You get different messages. You get messages about corporations, you get messages about about, you know, we're we're special and the other guys aren't, about good and evil, about all sorts of things, but not you don't get the message of of the love. And I'm not attacking Christianity um exclusively i'll I'm attacking all of them because to be honest with you the original teachings that have come through time that that talk of love um are your are your are your original languages are the native american languages are the are the um the the languages that come from krishna are are the the- the, the talmud they the the origin originally we had the right message originally. The right message was that we're a mem- we're all a family, and and that that we should work together. And and we are a part of God. It, 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 I have it right in the very first thing that I sent you. Every soul living and disincarnate is connected at the level of the collective unconsciousness, deep within the higher self. We are a part of a great energy gestalt called God. And because we are a part of God, we are God. So that. We don't need to have someone intervene for us. We can talk ourselves to our creator. Whether you, I, I prefer infinite spirit. Some people prefer God. Some people, you know, divine creator. Let's just agree that, that there is out there a, a, a consciousness much greater than all of us, and we are a part of that consciousness and 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 we did talk last time about the fact that we have a a consciousness um that is that is tuned into just our reality and i call that our lower consciousness and that's our memories of this lifetime only and then we have our higher consciousness which is a part of the collective unconsciousness of the world its cosmic consciousness we have a connection to that aspect way way out there above and beyond um what we are now you know how we perceive ourselves we look in the mirror and we see a vehicle that is carrying a spirit but that's not us us is the combination of of what what is in that that spiritual body but it's the higher consciousness that is also connected to it that is us and you know even if we go back to Albert Schweitzer and Chief Seattle and uh, all and, and the buddha he who experiences the unity of life sees his own self in all things and all beings in his own self we've we've been taught through time by 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 masters and um even albert einstein um said a human being is a part of the whole universe called uh, by us the universe limited in time and space he experiences himself his thoughts and feelings as something separate from the rest a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. The delusion is a prison restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons close to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from our prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all humanity and the whole of nature in its beauty. So the reality is there is just so much that we need to sort of shake ourselves up and become a lot more perceptive as to, um, as to the fact that that, that that hatred, anger, greed, avarice, all of those things separate us from ourself. If you, if you understand and, and really embrace the fact that we are a part of all of creation, and so when people kill other people, when people behead all of people, that's a part of us really behaving badly and and so it's a part so it hurts us it hurts our evolution and and it, it, we need to be focusing on coming to a time where we don't let stupidity get in our way where where you know you can't cram understanding or consciousness down someone else's throat believe me i've tried it doesn't work so so we have to through our own actions be living examples of a concept that we all have internally. We're pre-programmed with it. It's probably the only thing we're pre-programmed with, you know, to this level anyhow. And and it's to love one another. Babies love one another. Babies don't hate. They have to be taught hate. They have to be taught cruelness. So that, so that what we've got here is, is it, It's time that we start looking and understanding this rule of one the 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 law of one it it's It's real simple. We're all a part of the same entity, and we're all a part of the same group and And not everybody's consciousness is at that same place and so what do you do when people um, when people don't don't agree with you when they don't have the same principles and things like that, there certainly is free will and and if people choose to go in other directions that's their right and and they do but but the more the more people understand the law of one the more we work with that law and and spread it around as as liberally as we can the the more other people will come to find it too now um, they talk about transcendental meditation, and and I'm all for meditation. I do believe that meditation is a part of finding that that part within ourselves, but but it doesn't have to be transcendental meditation. It, uh, any form of meditation works, and everyone has has a right to find their way of actually coming to that place within themselves where higher consciousness is is set free and allowed to flow through them. It's it's something that you do by choice, not because you have to. It's something you probably trip trip, trip upon rather than actually seek. I know that everybody who's signed up for this, this circle, this series of talks, um, is seeking in one way or another some of the answers that they have been looking for. And this is going to sound so trite, but the answers are within us all. They're within you. It's not something that I can say that will unlock that door. It's something that you will suddenly, it will suddenly occur to you and that door is opened. And it's not something that you have to bang your head against. It's something you have to work at opening. It's sort of like you can stare at a pencil, and if you stare at it long enough, you actually can move it across the table. And, and But you have to be, you have to have, um, the the element of patience and perseverance has to be here as well when we listen to other people telling us how to find our own divinity we are giving up our own power so um i am i am basically trying to over you know over the last seven or eight weeks and over the next seven or eight weeks trying to to focus you on finding within yourself that aspect Of your own higher consciousness that's going to say welcome home we need to talk and 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 basically it's it's that kind of a it's that kind of communication it isn't it isn't sitting and praying to an external entity that is going to do that for you it is and and you don't have to pray for yourself unless you really feel you need to and then go ahead but but you'll hear laughter eventually um it's seeking that inner wisdom that we all carry it's seeking that um that 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 essence of the infinite spirit the creator that is within us and bringing it more and more into our physical reality i promise you the more you bring it into your physical reality the more you apply it to the stupidity and everyday situations that we run up against and and you know i i could i i could sit and bore the hell out of you for a long time trying telling you about the the times and the ways that that i have you know just said to, to the universe you know i think i'm a little i'm a little confused here you know take it over for a while and show me what what's the right way to do this and and it actually does but it does so in subtle ways you you don't you don't get a telegram or you know a registered letter from the creator saying hey dummy this is how you do it but but, but by looking inside of, of yourself. I mean, the law of one is, is, is a law of inclusion. It's about the true equality of all humanity, irrespective of skin color, social class, landmaster origin, or spiritual beliefs. What dwells within the physical form is sacred, and so must be honored. What dwells within the human form is that which we must learn to honor in each other, and we must learn to allow each other to be free. Uh, the love one's about freedom, and it's about the freedom to let the inner light within each of us shine through, to bring forth into the physical world our own unique expression of self, while allowing others to do the same. And and it's not you know it, it, so it's not we're not supposed to be. Um, Separate We're not supposed to be like everybody else. We're supposed to all be different and unique. And the more unique and wild and weird you are, the better, the more excited you are about about celebrating your own spiritual self. We have been taught to conform within this society to a great extent. We have to conform with jobs. We have to conform with religious observances. We have to conform um, politically. We have to... and And... Conforming chokes us, kills, it kills the, it doesn't kill us, but it, it absolutely um, stifles that creative spirit that we carry within us. We're here to, to to share love, to not hurt each other, to be joyful. I know it sounds la, 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 la. Um, okay, where does it come from, Barbara? What philosophy is it or what history does it come from? The law of one. The law of one. Is universal it comes from the very gut foundation of every religious organization, every teacher out there if you if you take the teachings of of those who we call masters who who have been on this earth plane and and you know I mentioned jesus I mentioned krishna i mentioned white buffalo calf woman um I could go on and on there are there are Teachers here on the earth plane have been, and they come from all different cultures, from all different religions, and they, they, their basic teaching philosophy is love, that we are all one. And it isn't just Christianity. It's every religion. And they, there has been a teacher in, in in on this earth plane over and over and over again, who has left a message of love. We are one. We are part of a whole. And we as we have evolved, as culture choke has has expanded, there have been organizations that have decided to take over that, that one law and use it to build a corporate structure. And every every religion out there has done it. The law of one state that did one, I I don't know who coined the name. Um, The law of one can be found all over the place. And I I think that one of the things that we need to do in in later weeks is to go into a lot of the, you know, we have our major religions out there. We have Christianity and Judaism and we have um, Buddhism and Islam and Taoism and we have um paganism we have but 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 what what I what I think that that will be kind of interesting and I'm going to look into it as soon as we get off the air um there are a lot of teachers on the planet now that are speaking that same law um, have any of you, you know, raise your hand and, and I don't know, give me a, you know, put in the little smiley face with the flower. Have you heard of, of, um, the teachings of, um, of Kahlilav. Is it Ka? Um, I put the, I put some of it in here just, just, just to play with you a little bit. Ra. Have, have, have any of you heard about the teachings of Ra? RA it was in the back part of the material I sent. Oh okay, Deb has. Um, I think uh, yeah, nope. Okay. Teachings of Ra are are very big. They're out there. They're they're heavy duty, they're channeled, ergo, um inspirational teachings. And um they they are I think they're this generations um it's not a new age thing, but it's this generation because people are now accepting channeling to a far greater degree than they ever did before. I honestly do believe that the Bible was quote unquote channeled um inspirational teachings um but 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 with a certainly with a purpose and a and a degree of leaning toward it it was edited well I guess is the best way I want to put it well or not so well um so so the teachings of of Ra Speak of the law of one that we were, we are, we came from one, and 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 that we are love. If you look into the Urantia books, book, book, sorry. And if you can, if you can dig your way through them, you'll find the same thing that the law of one is there. That again is channeled material. The um, Emerald Tablets. Um, dr Durrell's interpretation from a hundred years ago um goes into the same thing it's it's we all come from the same we we have the same origin the same creator created all of us. If you go into let me see if you go into any of the Native American um stories about the creation about about creation you 'll find that that the law of one is there and so so there is, it, it's all over the place. It, it talks about the foundational one law. You come from the same source. And and by coming from the same source, you have an obligation to make sure that, that you are kind to everyone else. Now, I have to admit, um, frankly, I don't love everybody. I should, but... You know, I don't look at at everyone the same way. I should, but I don't. Um, And I think this is something that that we have taught, that culture has taught us. And and I don't know. I don't know where it came from, but I do believe that that on this journey, we have to unlearn some things that have been crammed into our heads and told us that they were carved in stones. Um, Every person on this planet is either your sister or your brother they came from the same source they were created by the same person they were your your parents were birthed by the same person we are a family and not only that it has to do with with the animals as well and the plants and the plant it it you know it, it's it's every living thing and 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 I know you know some some take this to such an extreme some some won't step on a bug, frankly, if an ant is in my kitchen, its life is in its hands, and I will step on it but um but there are there are those that practice the, the sanctity and the nobility and the religious aspect of every living thing, and they literally don't they don't take life they you know they they eat vegetables and and stuff like that, but they only eat the fruit they don't kill the plant um I think that's wonderful. I, I, I'm just not there, and but but it, it's we sort of have enveloped ourselves in in cocoons that forget our connections. We we have our our own little family of friends or whatever, and everybody else is you know evil. Unfortunately, some of the religious organizations teach that. You know, unless you follow their dogma, you're going to go to hell. There is no hell, everybody. We go to a beautiful dimension. I've seen it. Everybody goes. The mean, you know, the, those that we didn't feel deserve it, but, but their spirit, their soul inside of them was perfect and beautiful. Their personality was not. But, but their soul and their spirit has gone to the other side. They go to the same place. The, the, that all the saints do, and maybe they play poker on Saturday nights too, I don't know but but I would think so, because they are the same, their spirits are the same, they were created by the same and and we come down to this planet, and we take on personalities and we take on directions and and you know we we do what our parents have taught us and what our teachers have taught us and and right now, I'm saying, you know firmly believe um we have to back off. We have to understand that, that perhaps we have been programmed and conditioned and perhaps we need to re-examine our belief systems. Um, many of us come from a Judeo-Christian background. And, uh, you know, Jesus taught beautiful philosophies. He taught such beautiful philosophies that we killed him. Um, his message was love, love one another as you love me, or as I love you, love one another as I love you. Yes, beautiful message. And yet, a religion and then branches of that religion have sprung up from it, and and they they basically are saying, you do this, 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 and this, or you go to hell. That's not true. If love created us and if we live in love, we go to love. And if we haven't lived in love, we still go to love because that love is unconditional. And, and that, doesn't, that doesn't mean that you should you know say, screw this and I'll, you know, I'll take everybody for everything I can get this lifetime and then I get to go to the happy hunting grounds. Well, no, you don't because when you cross over, you do find that, that, that you are able to feel and experience the pain that you have suffered, that, that you have caused to others no you you find you are in a place of total love and you look back and you see what you've done and there's a horrible horrible um you y- y- you feel terrible because you have that total compassion yet again so um, it's it's it, you know it you're punished but you do it to yourself you don't nobody does anything to you you do it to yourself and so that so that it's a matter of you practice what you believe, and you need to search inside of yourself to find these laws. Not only the law of one, but the law of, refl- of reflection, the law of compassion, the law of cause and effect, the law of attraction. You, you got you got them all last time, and I and I do think we're going to go back and look at them again. But but they're on my website, you can you can um run them off and and, and study them a little bit. You have to understand that that, that at this point in time all of the, all of us, me included, um and Deb included, and Jeannie, um you have to understand that we have been programmed by religious organizations that are out for profit. And they're not out to teach you the truth. They're, they're out to teach you a story of truth uh, and a story of love, but only if you adhere to their formats. And, and, you know, that's not right. Everybody has love inside of them. Everybody shares it in a different way, shape, and form. We have to honor the spirit that is within each person. We may not like their personality, 'Cause let's face it, there are people out there that have work to do. Um and that's judgment on my part and I, I, I claim it all over the place. But 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 you start by honoring their spirit and and hopefully their personality mellows in time. You don't have to take them in and and you know, sit them at your table and say I love you to them because that would be icky. But but you give them the room to grow and you give them the the room to change their ways. You don't try to change them because, honest to God, you can give somebody the philosophy, but unless they are making it a part of their own self, there's no way that there's going to be change. Change happens when you, somebody has a, a light bulb goes on inside of their head and they see that there's a different way of doing things. And once there's a different way of doing things, then you can change your reality. And we talked about this. Um, we are in total control of our realities. We just don't know it. If if the people you're drawing to yourself are not the kind that you would like to be um, connected to, then then you you don't look around for another group. You change yourself because you are attracting people to you that are resonating to your energy. So that being said... If that's happening and you don't like what you're surrounding yourself with, your obligation is to go inside yourself and, and figure out what it is that's attracting them, turn it off, and turn on something else that is more loving and kinder and more compassionate. If you change yourself, everyone around you is compelled to change the way they treat you. And it doesn't happen overnight. It, it would be nice if it did, but it doesn't happen overnight. So that, so that um, if, if your situation, if your life situation is not the way you want it or you feel it should be, you change yourself. And like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. But feeling sorry for yourself just, just reinforces where you are. So it's very important that you understand that you are a very unique, unbelievably beautiful person and that you deserve the very best, and if you are not getting the very best, then you have to look inside yourself and see, you know, where am I sabotaging myself? Because it's you that's sabotaging yourself, not somebody else, it's you. Either you've given your power away, either you're, you're afraid to take control of your own life, any number of gazillion different things, but you're in total control. And no matter how bad things are, and, and I know I've been through bad times myself more times than I care to remember, but every time I went through one of those bad times, I would at some point say, okay, um, I know there's a good message here. I have to find the message. Please help me find the message because I don't like where I am. And, and you know, it, it, it did eventually come when I started to listen, sometimes you get so scared when you're in conditions and places that you that you kind of let go of that and you you just react to the situation that you're in you don't understand that there's a lesson going on here, and let's figure out what that lesson is so we can get the hell out of here and and it it it's it's that simple, but you are in total control when when people constantly seek. Um, advice from other people—they're giving—they're giving their power away. Seeking it, look at this—I'm giving—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm putting myself out of business here. If everybody listens and pays attention, by asking other people for advice, you're giving away your own power. You have—you have a totally, fully functional, aware spirit inside of you. Use it. It's—it's it's better than Google. It's—it's. It's, it's it's got all the answers for you personally and it will help you to walk through any situation that you have you know that you've gotten yourself into but but you start by understanding that you do have that perfection inside of you you do have a spirit inside of you that is that is on a human experience traveling through this lifetime and and if 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 something is not comfortable for you it's appropriate to kind of just say to yourself this doesn't feel right you know where have i gone wrong what have i stepped in and sometimes it's you you've stepped in good stuff because my goodness um you know you weren't paying attention i <laughs> think <goodness> that's blasphemy <laughs> sorry chris <laughs> um and and all of this actually is is it's material it's you know you've got inside you an encyclopedia that covers that starts from before the before the beginning of time and so all we need to do is find a way to get to that aspect inside of ourselves that carries all of this wonderful cosmic wisdom because it's there so what, you need, what we need to do is to sort of create that bridge between the consciousness, which is the ego, and I think, I think the picture that I put on, on the, the stuff, we are all one, only ego, beliefs, and fears separate us. Boy, that's true. It's true. We've been told that we need to have intermediaries to get to God, the creator. We don't. We carry a part of God inside of us. We don't need to even you know, I, I you know, email him them whatever and so what we've got here is a need to find the passageway the bridge the tunnel however you want to however you want to perceive it and meditation much as I hate to say it is really the key Um, but every but but that said everybody meditates differently there is not one true way to meditate there is not one absolute perfect way to the Creator as many as there are of us, that's how many different ways there are to meditate. Some some meditate gardening, some meditate knitting, some meditate taking a car apart and putting it back together. Some sit and meditate and just listen. Um, frankly, when I do that, I, I you know usually hear a cat crying or I make a list of some sort. I, I don't have that kind of focus, but everyone can find their own kind. Of meditation, and sometimes it comes when we're asleep. Sometimes it comes when we're daydreaming. Sometimes, it, and it will always, always, always come in symbolic form. Um, the, the 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 messages from spirit are not going to come in in biblical in biblical language. They're they're going to come in symbols so that we can interpret them and use that wisdom. For ourselves um our higher consciousness is there absolutely and it's it's there to gather information from our experiences and the lessons that we are that we that we are 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 a part of um were put in place by that spirit it it asked for experiences so it could develop certain aspects down here on the earth plane, and as we travel this life pathway, we are confronted by those lessons, those challenges, and how we work them out and how well we communicate with our higher consciousness determines how life is. It's really that easy. And again, if you look to other people for the answers, all they can actually give you is the answers that they've found in their lifetime, which absolutely apply to them but don't apply to you. I can tell I can tell all you guys. I can give you, you know, I can, I can, you know, born in a long cabin type thing, not not wasn't. I was born in a hospital. But I can tell you how I got to this point in time and you could follow step by step by step by step everything that I experienced and you would not be where I am now. Um, you'd be where you, you know, it, it wouldn't be the same is what I'm trying to say. Our pathways have to be different. To follow a, anything, and feel that 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 by following somebody else's dogma or steps to enlightenment is going to enlighten you is frankly foolish. Your steps to enlightenment are your steps to enlightenment. Mine are mine, and everybody's is are, is, are different. So I I would suggest you know homework for everybody. Um, sit and play with some different forms of meditation. We're going to do a whole a whole day on meditation so that um it's it so that i can i'm going to fling out a ton of different forms of meditations for you so many people say they can't meditate that's not true they just haven't found the way to meditate yet and it's 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 really um it's important uh i i meditate you know differently different ways in different seasons actually so so it's it's a simple form of, an, and I know that there are some, some of you out there that are really able to zone out and really do your own thing. Lead meditations are lead meditations. You are following another's voice. You are following another's um, direction. And while it may relax you and you may actually see things, it it's not what I'm talking about. You have to find your own personal one, the one that works for you. And... Sometimes I find just laying on the floor, closing my eyes, and listening to my own heartbeat takes me there. But, or staring into a fire. I mean, there's so many different ways to meditate. But, but what meditation is, is to, it, the, 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 the real secret to it is, you're turning your consciousness off and allowing your higher consciousness to speak to you. So in order to turn your consciousness off, you have to have an empty head. And and for some of us, emptying our head is extraordinarily difficult because it just keeps filling up with other stuff. But sooner or later, everybody's going to come upon a, a form. There are uh, amazing, uh, Tai Chi is an amazing form of meditation. Yoga is a form of meditation. And it, it, it's, and, yeah, and binaural beats, Chris uses those, and she actually she actually loves them. There are, like I said, there are tons and tons and tons of forms of medica- med- medication, meditation, um, and basically it's plugging you into yourself so that you understand that you are awesome. You are a totally awesome, fully functional, fully developed master spirit, and you don't need anybody else to tell you how to be. Spiritual, because that spirit within you is about as spiritual as it gets, and the law of one is 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 one of the ways that that you know we can express that. We we can treat each other with respect. We can treat each other with um, with love. You you don't have to go overboard with this, but you but but you but but to hate. Another person, or to be angry at another person is to be angry and hate a part or a a a part of yourself and quite often when when people get into situations like that it's it's the law of reflection is very 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 much at play within that kind of a situation you're seeing a part of yourself and you don't like it and And you know, if you can step back and say, "I recognize that, in somebody else has got to be in me, I better work on myself a little bit um and And you know, you try not to go overboard because then, of course, karma comes in. But the law of one has also been um compared to uh, you know Dharma, uh we talked about karma and Dharma last time a little bit too, um and, and Dharma is our actions, what we do. And and it's, it's more than our words. Our words, words can be very, very empty, but how you act is really a good reflection of, of what you have inside. And, and you want to make sure that you are constantly following that law of one. And, and again, I, I, I don't... I've tried a lot of different religious organizations. I have found that I always see that there is manipulation involved, and, and it's just me. So I prefer to call myself a universalist. And I I believe that every religion has has some really good stuff in it. It's just that when they try to... um, They've all become, most of them, corporate structures. And and because they're corporate structures, they are manipulative. And because they're manipulative, I don't like them. But the concepts that they share, and, and even Muslim... Um, they're, they're, that religion is one of love. I mean, it's been co- it's been it's been absolutely you know twisted out of proportion and out of whatever. But but all of the religions say they're they're formed of love, and it's just that I get very upset when I see that that there's there's um, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, they've they've got there's there's a method to their madness, they're out for something. And religions are nothing if they don't have followers. As soon as people understand and realize and, and embrace the fact that we are all one, that we are the expression of a grand religion as a living, breathing person, then we don't have a need for an organized religion because we are living our own religion. We are living examples of our own religion. And so so what, you know, I guess in a way I'm, I'm I am guess I am promoting the overthrow of religions, aren't I? Well, not really, but sort of. I mean, if you like getting together with a group of people singing hymns and listening to um, people talk about the Bible, that's great. and And I'm all for it. But, but the, the the concept of being spiritual transcends a religion you you can you can be any religion you want to be or none at all but you you can still be spiritual because you can have love for for everyone and everything um the indians used to used to Pray over the animals that they had killed, because you know they 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 thanked them for the fact that they were going to feed their family. We don't do that over our food; we say grace, but I don't think we mean it um we We're coming to a time where the law of one is is more and more and more going to be more more needful within our society. With all of the anger, with all of the violence, with all of the cruelty that is out there, the law of one, you know, is, you know, it's 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 not as obvious, it's not as apparent, and it's not utilized as much as it should be. Now, I have to admit, I I, I slip all over the place. I judge, um, I tease. I and nobody nobody is perfect. We should be, but we're not. We're down here because we're not, and we're, our personalities are certainly not perfect. But but the reality is that the more aware we are of when we step over that line, then then maybe we can mellow it a little bit the next time. We're here we're here to make mistakes, and my God, I certainly have made my share of them. And so um, oh, I love this. Chris is giving meditation lessons in the chat room. Um, so so the, so the reality here is, beware that we are one. When you go to the grocery store, I mean, look at everybody and smile. That doesn't hurt. That's, that's basically trying to link to their energetic field. People who say, well, I don't have a lot of friends. Well, you don't have a lot of friends because you're not being friendly. And, and it's not just in one situation. It's in all situations. I mean, if you really want to have a big group of people, then you are kind, outgoing, and friendly. And... No matter how shy you are, that attracts people to you, and 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 you do grow that that circle of friends and friendship. When when Deb and I thought about doing this and putting this together, um, we had no idea that people would be interested in any of this material. Me especially, I I got to admit I'm I'm more blown away by it than than she is. But but we have an obligation. Those of us that are on a spiritual journey, it's. It's really important that that we start to recognize our power. Um, it, it's it's and it is power. It's it's an amazing power. And I, I mean, look at the power of love can do just about anything. It can it can the power of love can heal the sick, feed the hungry, clothe the poor, shelter the homeless, and put an end to poverty. It can save the environment, save endangered species, put an end to war. Our social, economic, and religious structures pit us against each other in so many ways that we need to realize that we are not contestants. We're not in competition with each other. That's an illusion. The truth is that we are all related, and love is the power that can bring us together in peace and in harmony with each other in all of creation. The one law can set us free. You don't need a religion. Just just, uh, pay attention to the one law. I mean there are other laws and we're certainly going to go into them. But um do I are there any questions out there in the chat room? I, you know, I, I tend to babble on and um just hopefully I'm I'm hitting all of the all of the the questions that some of you may come up with. When when first I started looking into the law of one, I was very surprised that um that the, the uh the raw material was there the, and the raw material is is quite amazing. Um it's a, it's channeled material and um he it, he speaks as he would, I guess, if um he were Egyptian and Ra of course was Egyptian. Um so it it's he does consider How did I put it here? He believes that the law of one is the ultimate truth that your heart and your soul acknowledges deep within. And by following and living the true principles of the law of one, you will find what you have been searching for. You will attain peace and harmony within yourself and with the world around you. Share with each other the infinite diversity and variety of mankind. These differences in expression and culture are there not to divide people, but to enhance their experience and to broaden their conception of the all that is? There is a coming, a time. There is a there is a coming of time when one will stand before the another and celebrate both the uniqueness of each and the oneness of the two. The law of one is the ultimate truth that can set free all of humanity. It can raise the collective consciousness of mankind and therefore enable to break free from the cycles of history. It's true. So I want you to understand that that the law of one is something that that maybe we should all have tattooed someplace on us. Because if you're looking at any situation you're in and you're understanding that you're all a part of another, that 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 what you do to one hurts everybody else. It's not just the other person. It hurts everybody else. When, when, when a body has an infection, all of the white cells in the body go to that one place of hurt. The law of one is the same. Have you noticed that when um, great catastrophe hits, everybody blends together? Look at what happened with 9-11. People opened their homes to people who didn't have homes. People went down there and and helped to dig for, for survivors. People went down there and they worked for tire tirelessly, constantly, um, to help the those that were helping um you know fight the fires and everything restaurants opened themselves up and fed everyone you know for, forget the food forget the price they just fed everyone that was a time of disaster that was a time when we were infected and and everyone worked together we we were we were one unit we were one organism we all hurt and we all did everything we could to help to heal that hurt and politics got in the way and a war ensued. But, but look at Katrina, look at Sandy. Yeah, thank you, Deb. Um, in those times of disaster, when, 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 when there is great strife, everybody works together. 9-11 happened, and people sat and cried all over the world. They hurt for each other. They knew something was going on in times of war there there is hurt and sadness all over the world there is now and it's because we are hurting ourselves and just because it is two cultures that we aren't a part of the, you know um does, and and the beheadings and everything um are, aren't going on in my backyard i hurt i hurt too and so do all of you we feel it when, when something wrong is going on, but the way to fix it is not to to, to go out there and hurt more people. And, and, and yes, I am a, a member of the flower child generation, guilty. But, but if, if everyone realized that they were hurting themselves when they did this, but but understand what's going on here. Large organizations, corporate organizations, governments are, are reaching for power and control, and so they therefore they are warring against one another for power and control. That's not the law of one. I don't know what that's the law of, but it's not the law of one. And it's not something that, that you want to be a part of. You know, it, it used to be that they would, you know, when there was big conflict, each side would pick the biggest, strongest guy and they'd battle it out and then whoever won, won. And and then everybody went on and, and you know, were peaceful or they got taken over or whatever. But 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 there wasn't mass, mass destruction going on. And, and I do believe that our culture, um, our species is at a point where we have to make up our minds. You know, do we want to use, do we want to use strength do we want to impose our way of life on someone else or can we honor the spirit within them and step back and allow their culture, their 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 teachings to prevail. Um when when the Spaniards came to this country and hit South America uh, they brought priests with them so that they could educate the barbarians that were here, who, by the way, had a religious order and 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 uh, and philosophy already in place that, in many ways, was better than what the Spaniards were trying to to teach them, and for and and and. I know that, that history talks about a lot of bloodletting, but that wasn't really what happened with history. That's what is written, and, and I think we have to be very careful what we what we believe today as far as what the history books are saying because uh, the more I research, the more I learn, the more I find that, that the history goes to those that conquered and they write it in their terms, in their language, and quite often... Um, they tell a story that is not true or appropriate and these days a lot of history is, is um becoming less and less reliable and, and the more we look into it and the more we dig into the more we Google um the more we find that that um many things that we thought were truth were not. Um and, and the one thing that I've been talking about a lot lately is the fact that, that giants actually um actually were very prevalent on on North America and and in North America and that would include Canada before the native american indians came in so and no history book is going to tell you that so we have to ask questions and we have to touch into our own inner spirit now i don't want to overflow overthrow a government well, actually, I, well, you know, I can't. But you know, if 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 somebody said, "Okay, Barbara, here you, you figure out it all," I'd go crazy. But but I know when something doesn't work when people are hurting, when people are hungry, when people are people are homeless. I know something doesn't work when when there are cures for things that are being held back from the populace because big pharma is going to make more money. I know something is wrong when there are wars because things can be talked out. I I know something is wrong when a government tries to impose their government on another culture. Very wrong. Uh, I I do believe that we are all one. We have different cultures and we have different ways of of living and we have different um, dogmas that we follow and that we cover. But at the very bottom line, we are all one. And And if we don't acknowledge that, if we don't embrace that, if we don't practice that, our species doesn't doesn't chan, uh, stand a snowball's chance in hell of surviving. This planet has been, according to scientists, um, wiped clean at least two, if not three times, and and everything on it was destroyed, and life started over again. Now, I'm not sure what you know what transpired because we're talking millions and millions of years here but if it's happened before it could happen again and if mankind doesn't start to understand that we are one that we have to work together that the the cosmically speaking we can't step we can't evolve into whatever the next level is until all of us have un- understand that that because we are part of each other we we should not in any shape or form harm another person because we're harming ourselves we're holding ourselves back we're holding our species back we're holding our cultures back we're holding our planet back we're 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 very Today, um, our egos and our fears get in the way of so much of, of what could happen and could be. Um, egos and beliefs and fears, they separate us. They separate all of us. And they prevent us from going into a grander, greater, more expansive realm. And the spiritual realm is there. and And... and just because we're still living here doesn't mean that we can't tap into the spiritual realm and experience it and the wisdom that it carries because we can. And we don't have to do it as a group, but we could. But but it's something that's up to the individual. It's up to the individual to claim. Having a philosophy... Reading tons and tons and tons of books on spirituality and, and the law of one and understanding all this, getting, the, getting all of the philosophical stuff in your head, getting all of the, the, the wisdom there, doesn't make it a part of our lives. It's, it's a philosophy. It's something we think. We have to be able to experience it. We have to be able to live it. You know, a, a philosophy is just a philosophy, and it's 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 um, a thought. It's a maybe. If we live it, it becomes a reality. It's really hard to live total love constantly, and and I'm talking for for each other. I'm not talking, you know, love in relationship and stuff like that. That's a whole other ball of wax. But but learning to, to treat each other res- with respect and with love and honor. Namaste, I honor the spirit within you, means I honor the spirit within you. It means I love the spirit within you. So when someone says namaste, they're, they're acknowledging that connection, that oneness that you share. But it's a term that's flipped around a lot now, Namaste. People don't understand what it is. Lots of people say it. They don't know what it means. It's sort of like aloha, and it's it's like saying I love you to someone doesn't mean that much unless you actually are living it, walking it, talking it. And and so I, 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 I would love for all of you between now and next week when we're going to... I don't know what we're talking on. I have a whole bunch of stuff that I put together in our break, and um, we're going to work on that but but between now and 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 tomorrow, think about this. take a look at the people around you take a look at at um take a look at how you're functioning within your reality. Are you really with love um, expressing yourself to other individuals um you know personalities aren't always going to um aren't always going to flow beautifully together. There have been a number of people whose personality did not flow with mine, but um, at the very core of everything, do I understand that that they're a part of me and that I I should love them? Um, I'm working on that. I like some. I don't love everyone, but I I, I actually acknowledge that there is a spirit inside some of the people that have given me pain and I have suffered through. I, I, I try to like them. I try to Goodness in them, and when I can't find the goodness, I just I just have to trust that it's there and it's covered up real good, and that someday it's going to come out. Um, but you know, holding a grudge, being angry, all of that is is wasted, wasted time, wasted energy. It doesn't get you anywhere. Um, when someone when someone crosses you, when someone says something bad, um, a, a while back somebody attacked the chat room and they put horrible stuff up no words i didn't recognize but you know uh... but but it was it it disturbed what what i was doing as far as readings and and trying to share information with people and i got very angry and you know part of me wanted to retaliate in some way and then um... Over time, actually, longer than it should have, I realized that that this poor person probably had a lot going on, probably was a sad person because this is how they found entertainment, and that I really feel sorry for for them. I feel sorry for people that have to try to disturb other people's um realities that that you know I, I I really felt for this person because um it meant that there was an emptiness in them that they hadn't found their own center they hadn't found their link with the infinite and so so out of out of frustration they they caused other people disharmony because they really had none in themselves so so it was it was sort of like okay i kind of understand this and and you know, n- no, I don't want to get even. I mean, if initially I'd had the opportunity, I probably would have but but in retrospect, it's I feel so sorry for them that that's that that's how they have to fill their time instead of doing something of construction within their life um, or 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 learning about relating to other people so that so that it's sort of like. Um we have to we have to really sort of reeducate ourselves and we have to reeducate ourselves. I can't do it for you, you can't do it for me. I'm putting all this out there to give you something to think about because if if I do nothing but make you question then I my job here is done. And I I feel like like we need to we need to spiritually speaking, start honoring that spirit within us. Because, you know, some of us have given it quite a ride. Some of us have made this spirit struggle intensely. Um, some of us have challenged it to the point of, I think mine went out for lunch a couple of times and just shook its head and said, well, when she's done, you know, I'll come back and help clean up the pieces. Um, but when we get too far away from that concept, when we when we give our power over to someone else or an organization, when we allow ourselves to be um, manipulated by by either a religion or a job or a philosophy, then 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 a screeching halt should be called because we have so very very much potential inside of ourselves. I mean, after all, every one of us carries a master teacher inside of us. And, and that master teacher is kind of sitting there taking it all in and learning from, from our mistakes, from our, from our successes and, and, and storing that knowledge and, and stop and think a second. When we cross over, that master teacher goes to the other side and takes all this information and assimilates what it's learned. And, and, and so in a way we have an obligation to, to give as great a quality of material to that spirit as we can. Now our consciousness is our egos, that's us talking now. That's us sitting here and talking. Um, we 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 are the gatherers. It's it's through our experiences, through what we put ourselves through. That's where that information comes from. So we, we really have an obligation to that part of us that's the higher consciousness, the master teacher, to to give it the best we can to tap into the the wisdom of time that we carry within us and, and, and to start to understand a lot of the processes that are going on here. I don't know where my life will take me. I don't think I want to know, but I don't know where the next step is going to be. But I do know that there is wisdom in whatever that next step is and whatever that next situation comes my way. I know there's... there's a a very positive meaning for it—that that I'm on a learning curve here, and and each and every one of you are on a, another type of learning curve as well. And so, it's our obligation to to not take not take everything lightly. To understand, there's a purpose to it. When when someone wrongs you, when someone um, steals from you, when someone lies to you, whatever it is, you have to step back and you have to say, well, okay that hurt (laughs) but but um i wonder why they felt they had to do that and and is there an emptiness within them is there something i can do to help and if there's not then i need to just make sure that i i don't open myself up to that possibility again and and hope that that person finds what they're looking for so that they can find greater happiness and not have to do that to other people um we're not here to teach another person. We're we're here to share experiences for sure. But um we're not here to teach. We're here to experience. And and um this is a this is a spiritual development circle and certainly if anybody has something they want to say, I welcome their addition. Um I, I don't know. I I don't know if anybody does want to say anything. I would welcome it. But you know uh last time we we said, "You know if you put your little the little ninja guy up in the chat room and call in that that you know we would open your telephone so that you could speak too um last time we didn't have a lot of ninjas popping up, but that's okay, but yes, for example, Deb put hers up um it's it's I'm not here to lecture, I'm here to share, and I learn from you if if you share something too cuz you know we're all here to teach and what we're doing is expressing our own experiences and our own experiences um there's always something that that we can gain from each other and and asking questions in the chat room is just fine as well yes um or calling in and asking a question i don't have all the answers but i have opinions on everything so um you you won't you won't you know, I won't stumble too much. Um, thank you, Deb. Um, but but we have an obligation to that spirit that we carry within. And maybe you should you should just start start trying to, to reach out to that spirit within. Maybe you, you know. And I always say journaling is a is a really super way to get in touch with that, that spirit within. And um, it it does work. It takes it takes a while to kind of get used to it, but it does work. That was one of the first ways that I was able to touch into that that, that spirit. Um, I talked I talk to it a lot, but I don't do it reverently. I it's a he, he, it's a friend. And, and you don't make a religious experience about tapping into your higher consciousness because it's, it's not a religious experience. It's um, a spiritual one. And this is the personality that this spirit chose for this lifetime. So that there's, there's you know, in many ways, you know, those with senses of humors, um the the spirit has a sense of humor. With those with no senses of humor, then the spirit doesn't have one or isn't going to use it. But but we are we are definitely on a journey here and the law of one, if you remember none of the others and and as you learned last time there are over forty of them. And for those of you who are new here, um there all of the um all of the material is up in my chat room not my chat room, on my website under Special Projects, under Spiritual Development Circle. All the material from time is there, and and each week I will put the current material up there. Apparently I sent out material in hieroglyphics this time, so um, you can always download it from the website. It will go on the website um, right before I send it out to all of you. Um, but um, do understand that that... That's the fundamental law. That's that's the main one, and it's the most important one. And it's the one that appears in every single religion. It, and and I don't believe there is a religion out there that was not based on love. And so long as it's based on love, then the law of one is there. And and it's it's not that there's one God. It's that we are all one. There's a difference here. <laughs> Let me explain this. Um, just, just because it's the law of the one doesn't mean that there's only one God. Because the source of us, the creator of us, most probably is a part of a lot of creators. And to say that there is just one is is to limit the the extent of what's out there that we have no knowledge of yet. Um, everybody would like to think there's one God, but you know the Bible even begins, "In the beginning, the gods, plural, made heaven and earth." Um, and I do believe that there are more than one. I, I believe they're equal. I believe they've learned the law of one. I think that that we are all a part of a whole, and that whole is a part of another whole, and that that hole is a part of another hole and so on and so on and so on so that so that we are moving in a hierarchy but we're at the very bottom of it maybe not the exact bottom but we're at the bottom of it and and that that man is not the most evolved species in all of creation clearly and and that this planet is is an amazing home for us to grow and develop and learn in. It's just that, that at least for the time being, not a lot of people are, are too concerned with actually reaching out and understanding that that, that wholeness incorporates every every living piece of, of material on this planet. We're part of each other, we're part of humanity, we're part of creation, we're part of the... Um, the trees and the stars and the, and, and the birds and the bees and the animals and maybe not the snakes, but, um, yeah, the snakes too. But, but there, there's, there's something magical about all this. If you, if you look, at, look around you and see everything around you and understand it's all made up of molecules and so are we. So we are a part of everything and everything is a part of us and if you treat it with love and respect and honor and dignity the world is going to be a much better place and let's face it we all have been conditioned for so very very long programmed uh to think differently it's 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 kind of um an amazingly huge thing to ask of people to to suddenly shift and change the way they're looking at things and and again, I am not suggesting that anybody leave their religious background. I think religious background they're they're foundational and they're important. And it it feels to me as though um it, it feels to me as though that's my telephone beeping and apparently I'm calling myself. Um there is there is the, the There's a sense of needing to understand the oneness that is out there. And if you spend half an hour a day just looking around and and understanding that you're a part of every human being out there, the good, the bad, and the ugly and that there's a part of them that's in a part of you, and and there's a connection, and it's a spiritual connection. And at some point in time, I do believe humanity was able to be very telepathic, and at some point in time, I believe that we had access to all of the talents and the things that we're looking for. And at some point in time, mankind really was truly at one with with itself. I don't know what happened, what changed, I do believe that that you know technology came in here, and and bef- and as technology came in, then, then power came in, and and everything got a little bit corrupted. I do believe at the very core of every religion there is a sincere hope and 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 love for all of humanity, but because they need to survive, they need to have money, and in order to have money, they need to manipulate, and when they manipulate they absolutely um, they bastardized the foundations of what they were, they were created for. So, so do look for the truth and, and follow that truth and, and, then, and then incorporate it into your life. Take half an hour every day. Try very hard to actually see and love a part of everybody that you, you, you talk to and to smile and to share love and you don't have to go overboard here. You just need to smile. Um, the more you recognize that, that connection, the more you recognize that oneness that you share with every person that you touch and come in contact with, the greater, the richer your reality becomes. And because of that, you attract to yourself um, greater and richer situations and people, and it goes on. It's, it, it's, it's a domino effect. And you know, just take half an hour every day. And don't make it the half hour before you go to bed. Make it a half hour when you're actually out there and 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 mixing with other people, because that's you know it's cheating if it's when you go to bed. Um, but do understand that the law of one is 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 man. Everybody should have it on their on their wall someplace to remind us that that we are all one, um, and that you know, the teachings of of masters like like Jesus like like um krishna like the white buffalo like the buddha those teachings are all pure they are all beautiful and and i i i seriously think that if jesus you know came down here and checked everything out he'd be slightly horrified at what they'd done with his words because he was a man of peace and love and i don't think that at any point in time he felt he was he was creating a religion um he was just trying to show people how to treat each other and it got way out of hand so um do kind of work on that i'm going to i'm going to shut down now um it's 5:30 and i do thank you all for coming and um and do do do, do work with this, and uh, at some point we are going to go into meditation, kinds of medica- medication, <laughs> meditation, and and see if we can find a form that that may appeal to some of you. I'll put out there as many as I can find, and try them all on. Um, I I guess next week is is giving you um, a treatise on meditation. Um, so that's where we're going next week. Uh if anybody has questions, if anybody has something they want to, you know to or anything, um then then contact me. It's Barbara Delong at gmail dot com or you can do it through my website. If you have questions, you, you want to pass something over or through me, have, feel free. Um I would be happy to help in any way I can. And um I want to thank Deb for being here. Uh, she she is a wonderful Tonto. And um, thank all of you for being here. And we will definitely uh, pick this up next week, same time, same station. I will make the show public um, as soon as Blog Talk gets everything together. And uh, check over the material. The, the Law of One is fantastic. And check into the raw material, too. It's It's a little wordy, but it does have some good philosophy. So until next week, I'll see you all then. Bye-bye now.